Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Spirit Room Podcast. I'm Melissa White, and I'm delighted to be here with you guys again today. Hopefully, everyone is well, wherever you are in the world, and ready for another episode. What I wanted to chat about today was how can we strengthen our relationship with spirit? How can we strengthen our connection to spirit? Because this is a common question. And I think that many times people are sort of stumped, lost as far as you know what to do and, and where to start. So I just want to offer some tips and some ideas that have come to mind and things that I've used in the past and things that have worked for clients of mine. Um, And I would say just take what resonates for you. Try it out. Don't be afraid to experiment. Don't be afraid to really put some of this stuff into practice and just see what happens. So one of the first things that I would say is that you need to take time. You need to be able to set aside the time for it. So if we are constantly in a state of go, 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 and we have a busy, you know, all of us, I mean, mostly everyone I speak to, everyone I talk to, we all have busy lives, that's for sure. But if you're never, ever taking a moment to just sit and breathe, if you're never slowing down to the point where you can actually relax, then there's not really an opportunity for spirit, your angels, your guides, your loved ones to come and really spend with you. I mean, they can be there and they certainly are there, but you're not really creating an environment or creating an opportunity where there could be this real connection being made. We need to be able to learn and practice how to raise our vibration. Now, the everyday life, this human physical world life is, you know, the energy is a little bit dense. It's a little bit heavier. When you start to get into that spiritual realm or the angelic realm, this energy is vibrating quite high, quite, you know, quite beautifully. And so in order to make a connection and to have some kind of experience, we are going to need to learn how to raise our vibration a little bit higher than say the normal hustle and bustle of the daily human grind. You know, we need to learn how to do that. Now, meditation is one of the most fantastic ways to do this. And I understand that I literally tell most people (laughs) that this is something that would benefit them. And it's because I do truly believe that this is such an amazing tool It's essentially free. It's not like you need any special or specific equipment for it, really. And it's one of those ways that you can work towards really raising your vibration, among other benefits. I mean, there's tons of benefit to it. Um, Physical, emotional, spiritual, all of that. So... I guess the first the first tip is that you have to create the time. You have to carve out the time and you have to be willing to create an environment to allow for this type of connection. So, you could start slowly, you could start small, you could have um 
even 10 minutes before you get out of bed in the morning. You could do it even in the shower. I think I've talked to you guys about this before. You know you're going to be in the shower anyway. You've at least got probably 10 minutes or so in the shower, sometimes longer. It depends depends on your routine, but that's time that you're going to be in there anyway. You might as well be productive. You might as well use it. Um, I also will do, sometimes if I know I have to be waiting for kids to be picked up from school, dropped off, their activities, whatever, I'll sit in my car, I will lock the doors, and I'll just sit there and I'll do like a five-minute, ten-minute meditation. Um, You could plan a a walk, you know, a walk in nature um, daily, you know, or whatever it might be. But there needs to be an opportunity for you to be able to show spirit that you're available, that you're open and you're willing and you're receptive. So I think that's number one thing. They need an opening. Um, If you're constantly go, 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 if your mind is always busy, if your mind is always elsewhere, there's just, there's not the opportunity. So I think that's very important. The other thing you could do is to ask for specific signs. Now, when I say this, I say it with caution, because I know there's some people who will hear that and start demanding, you know, that they see five golden, I don't know, five golden, you know, um, eggs or something within a week, a week's time. And if they don't see those five golden eggs, then they're giving up, you know, and they're not believing in spirit and it's not real and it's not true. I understand that that's how some people will look at it. However, I'm not here to say let's test your, you know, spirit. I don't believe in that. But I do think once in a while, if you are looking for that very, specific kind of confirmation and you're just wanting to reinforce that bond you could say propose to them uh you know I would love to see three of the same signs so you know three red roses you know in different places different times different ways or three hummingbirds or three bumblebees or whatever the case may be whatever it is that you choose and just give them a little bit of a time frame, you know? Um, And then what you do with that is you let it go. You don't obsess over it. You don't spend time trying to force it or worry or doubt that it can happen. You just ask for it and let it go and then see what happens. So I would say experiment with that. I've had lots of success with that myself and also with clients and students, same thing. Um, You might be surprised at some of the places that you find these signs that do pop up. You'll know it's a sign because you'll feel it. You'll feel it in your bones. It's it's like an emotional response. It's something that you can kind of just, okay, I get it. They're with me. So definitely try that and see what unfolds, see what happens. I would also say... You could create a little altar space for them where you could keep photos, um, any mementos, letters, items that belong to them that are meaningful, things that evoke memories, something with their handwriting on it. Any of these kinds of items you could kind of keep in a beautiful place, in a beautiful space in your home. And what that does is it really has a, it's a focal point for the energy. 
and it allows that energy to kind of build. And your loved ones in spirit are very aware. They know if there's been a little altar space that's been created for them. And oftentimes you can feel their presence very strongly in that space. So you could get creative too. I, I once had my um, students in one of my classes create like a book of uh, remembering, a book of remembrance where we put together photos and little written you know, memories and things of their loved ones in spirit. So it's like a book of spirit. Um, and, you know, these types of things carry a lot of emotion and a lot of beautiful energy. So I would, um, I would definitely suggest doing that. You also want to talk to spirit. And it doesn't have to be formal. It doesn't have to be like, dear spirit, and speaking in some kind of like elevated language, it can be very casual and it can just be like, okay, guys, I'm here. This is what's going on. Like, you know, here, here's what's happening with me. Um, you know, you might ask them for some assistance. You might ask them for some help. You might also just be having a conversation. You have to think that this relationship with spirit is a relationship. It's a friendship. It's a, it's a bond and it's not one-sided. So you can't expect to be getting all this, these signs and this insight and all of this amazing, miraculous stuff from your connection with spirit, but not be willing to put in the work, not be willing to put in the the contemplation time, the meditation time, um, you know, the time spent communicating with them. So it is important. It's a two-way street. So I think it's important to treat it that way. Um, so definitely talk to them. Also speak is if you're looking at your individual loved ones in spirit, speak of them, speak their name. They definitely know. It's almost like as soon as you even think of your loved ones in spirit, it gives them a little notification. I almost see it as like a little blinking light that says, oh, they're calling you, you know, um, and they respond to that. You could think of them, speak their name, remember them, and they're right there. And it is sort of like a chicken and the egg type thing because then I wonder, well, are we thinking of them, speaking of them, uh, remembering them because they're they're with us and they're giving, you know, we're becoming aware of that. So it's like, who knows? I think it's probably a bit of both. <laughs> sometimes they're alerted and then they come. And sometimes I think they're there and we're alerted and we think of them. So I think it's a bit of both, but certainly tell stories about them. Talk to the people that also, you know, have a connection with them. I think sometimes I feel a bit badly because there's some my grand, well, all of my grandparents are now in spirit, and there's amazing memories and stories. And I, I, I don't always, you know, reminisce about them with my cousins or anything like that. And I think, oh, that's such a missed opportunity. You know, it'd be wonderful to be able to reminisce, you know, about the the stories that we have and the shared memories and stuff. So I think that is an important part of really keeping them alive. I also think it's important to carry on their traditions. So, for instance, I've got my great aunt in spirit who I was very close to and I love very much. And, you know, what I when I look back at some of the things that she did in her life, she was very giving. She was a very charitable person. And even though I can't do the things that she did, I mean, she was an amazing 
um, sewer. She she sewed quilts for um, single mothers and women in need and things like this. And um, she she was you know she was able to do those things so beautifully and so well. And she spent the time and the effort and all of that. I may not have those specific skills, but I do try to take that energy into account that, you know, this is somebody who believed in giving back. This is someone who believed in um, being charitable. And so I try to weave that into my everyday life. And sometimes it's like little acts of kindness and things that, you know, may not be um, huge, but I do think that it's in in that same vein of, you know, trying to, trying to give to other people in some way. So I do think that those, those things are important to carry on those types of traditions. Um, if they had specific traditions around holidays, birthdays, um, I always think about this. We have in my family at my parents' house, this birthday bear that's like, I don't even know when it, when it started appearing, but my mom got it years and years and years ago. And it's a bear and it has like this spinning kind of fan on it. You press the foot and it plays this birthday song. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know, it's an old birthday birthday song. I don't even know who it's by. But anyways, the kids love it. Like all the kids dance to it and stuff like that. Every time there's a birthday, we always have to play it. And I always think, oh, one day this is going to be something that we'll have to carry on. Like even after, even after my parents are gone, you know, that'll be something that's going to be very important that continues forward. It's one of those things. So I think that it's important that we do those things, you know, cook their food, use their recipes, bake the things that they love to bake, um, you know, those those kinds of things, carrying on those traditions. I also think we should basically live this life to the very fullest and not waste time. I know that's kind of cliche, but I do feel that's one way to strengthen our bond and our relationship with spirit because that is literally what they want us to do. Every single spirit I encounter in some way, shape, or form is really trying to express this to their loved ones in some way. That this life, as difficult as it can be and painful as it can be at times, it is a gift, it is an opportunity. So why waste time? Why waste it? So I think that is also something to think about. You could also think about doing little random acts of kindness in the memory of spirit, somebody in spirit that's meaningful to you. Uh, I saw a friend of mine whose her father passed uh, not too long ago, and his birthday was coming up. And I noticed that she had said that she was going to um, ask people to do a round of act of kindness in honor of her dad, you know, and say, leave a little note and say, this is, you know, um, f- from, you know, the name of her father or in memory of her father's name or, you know, whatever. And I, I think that's such a beautiful way to honor somebody that you love. So basically you're doing something that's bringing love into the world and, you know, putting from so-and-so, you know? So I think that's a beautiful act. And it's something that you can do to remember the goodness of that person and to kind of continue on that ripple effect that they're still, even though they're not physically here, their spirit is still affecting 
you know, people and still bringing love. So I think that's a beautiful thing that you could do. The other thing uh, that comes to mind is something that I've noticed from doing readings is that spirit loves when we look into our ancestry and our do the 23 and me and all those things, they just love it. Because if you think about it, if you take an interest in where you've come from, you take an interest in your ancestors, you're really honoring those that have come before you. And I think so many of us don't pay attention necessarily to the fact that we do have great grandparents and great, great grandparents. And wouldn't it be wonderful to research who they who they were? What are their stories? What did they, you know, what did they face? What challenges did they face? And what did they overcome in their lives? And even if you don't have that information, how beautiful to sit and just ponder that and to ask your ancestors to come and spend time with you and to pay your respect to them. I mean, I think that's phenomenal, but I've known, I've known people, clients who have been really into genealogy and really into researching the family tree and who actually have been able to have some of their great, great grandparents or even, you know, even more like farther back down the line come through in a reading because they had the information to prove it. They could, they could tell me, Oh yes, that's, that's fact. You know, sort of, for instance, the name, I think it was like a great, great grand, I don't know if it was a great, great grandma or great aunt, great, great, great aunt or something on way back in the, in the family tree. Um, she was able to come through and bring some really interesting information to a specific, uh, client and her family because they had been interested in it and they knew the information they could confirm it. So I think it's phenomenal to research your family history. I will say that since this, you know, DNA, all of this um, genetic DNA and all this stuff has been coming through, uh, becoming more popular, there have been people who are in spirit who have had to be um, honest about certain things in life, like some people who had maybe children that they they didn't talk about in life, and it's been found out. And then their per- their loved ones here go to see a medium, and basically they 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 have brought it up, you know, to spirit. Like, mm, wait a minute, like what's the whole story? Sometimes they'll talk about it. Sometimes they choose not to, and that's totally you know that's totally up to them. But I would say it's been interesting to see. Um, since we've been, you know, the technology has gotten uh, more advanced, it's interesting to see how that's been affected through our mediumship and what uh, what spirit has been able to share with us about that. It's been very interesting. Um, I would also say it's important to educate yourself on spirit communication, how energy works. And I would say this is, you know, by listening to podcasts, yes, like listen to the the podcasts that intrigue you, that inspire you. Read, read about different people's experiences with spirit, the afterlife, energy, mediumship. I love reading the biographies of the different psychics and the different mediums. I find that to be super, super interesting. And you can definitely get a sense of there is a common thread, there is a common theme, you know, between all of them. So I think that's worthwhile, definitely. Um, So that would be that would be important, because the more you 
educate yourself, the better you're going to be able to recognize when spirit is working with you, when spirit's with you, when spirit's communicating with you, and you'll be able to understand it. I also, I wrote, jot down a little list in one of the the notes on my list said, check your attitude. And I don't mean that to be kind of like, sound like harsh, but I do think that if you want to develop a relationship with spirit, you want to develop a, a relationship with the divine, if you want to develop a relationship with God, with your own soul, you cannot approach it with all of these lists of demands and basically be unwilling to be open. You have to be able to open your mind to unlimited possibility. You have to be open to receiving information, not on your timeline, but actually in divine timing. So you kind of have to get out of your ego. You have to get out of your own way. You oftentimes have to get out of your logical mind. You have to get out of your fear. I mean, this is work. This is not just like a simple thing. I think all of these things take time and patience, but I certainly do think it's worthwhile. So it's about really being honest with yourself. I think anytime you go on a spiritual path and you're endeavoring to know yourself more and understand yourself in a different way, you're going to strengthen your connection with spirit just through doing that. So oftentimes with students, they'll ask me, you know, like why sometimes students will say, if they take a class with me, why is it not just all about the skills? Why why do we have to do sort of this more inner reflection and, you know, the work on ourselves and the soul? And it's because I feel that that's actually the cornerstone of all of this. It's important. That's a whole reason. We're here to grow. We're here to learn. We're here to develop. So um, that is important. I also think you should... Uh, get counseling or work with a grief coach, especially if you've gone through some pretty profound loss. I think it only makes sense to be able to work with somebody in that capacity so that you can, yeah, you can, you can find some balance. You can find some insight, different perspective, maybe some different tools that you can use to really um, come back to yourself and, and sort of replenish your energy and to find yourself in a healthy place. You know, that's, that's going to be important. I do think that is something to keep in mind. But all of these things, you know, all of these things put together, I think can be very useful in helping you to create this. The other thing is patience. I, I think that we expect that because we decide all of a sudden that we want to know spirit, that it should be like boom, boom, boom and happen, you know, just as we, we wish. And sometimes it's true. People do get frustrated. People feel like they're doing all the right things. They're meditating. They're, you know, living in gratitude. They're taking a course. They're journaling. They're doing all the tapping. They're doing everything. And they still feel like, oh, like, when is this going to happen? I know lots of students who really want their third eye to open. That's just like a thing that it seems to me everybody wants it to happen. And I just think that it's so, it can be so subtle and it can be so gradual over time that maybe we're not realizing how much we are progressing. So sometimes it's important just to sit back, relax, and allow this to unfold. Um, I think it's important too to ask for miracles. 
just to tell the universe you're you're open to the miraculous. You're open to these experiences. And you can't force them to happen, but certainly just being open and ready and aware. And then when you do experience something miraculous, don't doubt it. Don't criticize it. Don't downplay it. I would say be thankful. Show your gratitude and be ready and open and willing to receive more of those experiences. The world is magic. You know, there's magic for those that are willing to see it. And I, I love that quote by Roald Dahl. And what does he say? Those who don't believe in magic will never find it. And I really, really love that. And I really stand by that. And I see it all the time. I, I, I can see it in the people that I read for. If you approach a reading as this beautiful potential possibility and you just are open, you want the communication to occur, you're willing to give your energy to it and you're willing to allow it to unfold, it is absolutely phenomenal what can come through and what can happen. It's the same as in life. If you're willing to give your energy to it, if you're willing to be open to possibility, if you're willing to go with the flow and allow spirit to kind of work with you together to co-create something amazing, the sky's the limit. There's there's unlimited potential. So I think that that would be, you know, that would be something to ponder, something to think about. There's certainly many other ways that you can you can strengthen this bond, strengthen this, strengthen this relationship. But I thought I would just offer you guys some some tips, some ideas to get you started, um, and hopefully, you know that is that is helpful to you. I would say also your intention. Your intention is so important and so valuable. So if you set the intention every day to strengthen that relationship with spirit. That's exactly what's going to occur. So just, I think, don't be afraid to experiment with different ideas. Don't be afraid to experiment with different ways of feeling spirit and inviting spirit into your world and into your life. Otherwise, um, as far as what's going on for me, I'm still teaching lots of classes online via Zoom, which has been phenomenal. Um, I have to say in the beginning of the pandemic, I was thinking like dreading, how am I going to, how am I going to make this magical? You know, how am I going to make this magical, this teaching (laughs) on Zoom? But actually it's been phenomenal and I am enjoying it very much. And I feel like people are, you know, people are benefiting and there's a sense of, there's a real sense of excitement around some of the progress that's happening. So pretty phenomenal to see people go from doubting themselves or not sure if they even have some kind of ability to now feeling in the flow and basically thriving. It's amazing. So if you are interested, definitely do contact me. Um, yeah, contact me. You can email me, um, Jack and Avery's mom at gmail.com or info at Melissa White sacred Either one of those will work. Um, but do, yeah, do contact me if you're interested. There's always the Facebook group, the spirit room podcast, Facebook group. It's a private group. If you'd like to join, just send me a request and I will approve you. Um, that's been a great place for us to connect and just, 
just, yeah, just, just chat. Um, and I've also got the monthly membership going on where you do get your little three card reading every month to your inbox. We do a group meeting every month where I'll demonstrate mediumship or we'll look at past lives or we'll do something together. And also a meditation that I'm posting for you guys every month within that group. So there's lots going on. Of course, I'm still doing private readings uh, by phone as well and group readings by Zoom. So with that, I would just leave you guys with love and uh, so much light in my heart. And uh, just hopefully this has reached you exactly when you needed it and exactly when you needed to hear it. And I will talk to you all very soon. Take care and sending you lots of love.